Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club, episode number eleven. I'm Cole Smith, and I'm joined by Jack P. Shepard. Ben Price. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together and we educate each other on films, the films we should have seen but we haven't. Each week we watch a film and then we come into the studio and we talk all about it. We talk about what we loved, hated and rated and the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the films at home and then come and listen to us every Thursday to see what we thought of the film. This week's film has been picked by Jack and Ben and it is the horror, the thriller, seven. But before we get into talking about this week's film, what have we been up to? How has your week been? And I know exactly what you're going to say. I, I thought I could ask that question and we'd just go on like nothing's happened. But I'm still I'll getting tell you the what, I'll tell you how our week's yeah. been, Coulson. Should we just leave 30 seconds of silence? <laughs> <laughs> me and Shepard Shepherd were there, weren't we? Ready mm-hmm. for the podcast, Silence of the Lambs. What an ep. What a film. Great. One of the best. Belter. One of the Great best. Film. I haven't laughed so hard in years. <laughs> People were saying that's one of the greatest episodes of podcastery we will I've never ever heard. Le- we will never hear. We'll never we'd have, hear. We'd it. have won awards. We, I think pro- producer Ben said that'd be the BAFTA that episode, <laughs> but it would have been. So, just explain to us, Coulson, exactly what happened to your technical error. So, I, just to put it out there, I've been thrown under the bus by YouTube by saying that I didn't press record. <laughs> Basically, we finished the episode and a few people were saying, is the podcast scripted? So how it works is we record it on Zoom, but we have a microphone each and we only record our microphone. So then producer Ben does his wizard- wizardry yeah. and puts it all together. So we finished the episode. I went on to my quick time to stop the recording. I pressed stop and I noticed this little spinny thing. <laughs> And I also noticed that it only had one minute and six seconds. Is it still recording, recording now, Coulson? Is it? Still- it is. I'm at I'm at ten minutes and fifty three. <laughs> I've got it right in front of me, just in case anything happens. So yeah, we we just lost it. My quick time froze. We, we, um, well done, Shepard. <laughs> well pointed out. That's what I love about you. It's those small little bits, Coulson, where you're labelling us. No, me and Shepard are on twenty five year old computers. We're making it work. You get a new the one, week one, brand new MacBook, brand new MacBook. <laughs> Bookbust. I'm on a 2000, late 2012. I'm on Windows 98. <laughs> I'm on a ZX Spectrum. It's holding on. But the painful bit was that we didn't give up. Like, producer Ben was like, don't worry, it'll be there. It, it never does this. It'll be there. So I'm there going through QuickTime deleted files, and we get the file, and it, it's going to work. It's going to work. But this file is about eight hours long because, obviously, it never stopped recording. And when it we when we got it sent, it just it didn't play. It, it wasn't there. So I, I'm saying we got beat by a technical error. But it is quite interesting we, because again? as soon as we, we put out... <laughs> We, but I mean, we, you got beaten by a technical error, which was I'll you didn't press record. my podcast if I can't say we. <laughs> I, as soon as I put out the video of us having the emergency team meeting, people were jumping on Twitter um, to basically say how it was the best film that we ever picked mm. and that how it was a disaster. So then people we were saying, well, can't you just it? redo the podcast? But yeah. the thing is... We did is, talk about this, didn't we? Yeah, the thing is what we decided is that 
you can't create magic twice. And, <laughs> and yeah. uh, if we were to get... I mean, the thing is with us is none of it is scripted. It all's just... Yeah. We were funny. Even, yeah. Do you know what? It one of the funniest... Funny, yeah. You were funny, Coulson. If only we could hear it. Yeah. <laughs> if only we could play... I'm sure you... We are actually going to play little clips of me and Jack being very funny. Mm. But yeah, so somebody on Twitter has asked if um, there's any chance we could hear a snippet of what it was like. So we are going to play a snippet in that. We're going to play a snippet of the fra- the best bits, um, obviously just of Jack and Ben and the ratings. And then afterwards, I will tell you what my rating was. And yeah, so obviously a lot of people on Twitter were fairly gutted that we weren't doing this episode because it's a film that everybody knows. Sheila English on Twitter tweeted, I think we should hear it anyway. We can fill in the parts that Colson said and just guess what he would say. It'd be funny. It's a good game. So, let's hear some of it, shall we? Silence of the Lambs uh, follows an FBI agent, Clarice Starling, and she's a a rookie. She's a trainee. She gets assigned to this case of um, profiling serial killers. So she goes to meet um, serial killer Dr. Hannibal Lecter, played by Anthony Hopkins, and... During their meeting, she discovers that there's uh, she, he's aware, he knows about a serial killer that's currently on the loose called Buffalo Bill, and she's she's he's um, helping her try to find Buffalo Bill, the serial killer. That's the synopsis. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. You started off a bit <clears throat> drifting. We picked yeah. it up towards the end. Yeah. You got yeah. in there. What a great way of escaping. Yeah, where's someone what? else's face? Where's someone else's face and pretend you're the dead copper Hannibal Lecter's battered? Yeah. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put his uniform on, put his face on my face and lie here so the paramedics take me out of the building. I was lo- That's the bit I absolutely yeah. loved in that Brilliant. film. When he wakes up in the ambulance, yeah. takes the face off. And you're like, oh! I remember seeing that in the cinema, and the whole cinema went, oh! Brilliant. Brilliant. What do you think of that bit, Coles? Oh, my battery's low on the laptop. You knob. This is You bloody shit. knob. Yes, you. I'm have gonna, been puffing hang on. about, oh, we've got to get this started, <laughs> and you on. haven't got a wire. I'm going to have you to go and get knob. a charger. Basics. Hang Basics. On. He's hang walked on. off. He's walked Shut off. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Basics. Page one. Page one of a podcast is, get your battery for your laptop sorted. The father beans bit, with the, when he talks about eating... What's he eat his liver with a bit of Chianti? Yeah, I ate, I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Did you like that bit, Coles? That's a famous bit. What did you think of the bit when he dressed up, Coulson, with the skin? It's hard not to go ten, really. Because mm. I just think it's mint. I think it's got everything. I think it's great performances from both of them, which is great. Uh, great script, great directing. Some really, really, really clever bits clever. of directing in there that you don't notice. It's not fancy directing. It's just bits that the audience wouldn't even know, but you're being manipulated by the director as much as anything. So I go, I think I'd just go 10. Um, for me, yeah, what Ben said, but it doesn't go down as one of my all-time favourites, so I can't go 10. Uh, I'm going to go nine. It just needs to be something that I, I can always, always put on, I guess. And I don't put it on all the time. I don't, I've, yeah, it's just, that's it, really. I went nine. 18, 28.5. 28.5. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I say, I was great. I was great. <laughs> Really in detail. Right, do you know what? Me. I'm going to throw it out there. I wonder whether this that format works better. <laughs> is, is that it? Shall I just end? No, you still got to record it. We just don't put you in. <laughs> you still have to come every week and watch the film that we love. We just don't put one of us one week doesn't get put in. We don't know. Ben just decides. <laughs> yes. So I gave it. 8.5 and Jack gave oh no I give it 18.5 you wait, Jack gave you it went 10. 10 
You went 10. Jack, then you gave it 10. No, but I'm taking you out of it now. You did. You went in there. It's just okay. us two now. I gave it 18.5. Jack gave it a 10. That's yeah. 28.5. No, 19.5. <laughs> I gave it... I gave it you a gave it nothing. Anyway, right. We can make it up. Enough of that. You, we gave, you gave it a 2. <laughs> we can enough say of that. We, <laughs> so because it went, we still wanted to pick a new film and keep on the genre of Silence of the Lambs, didn't we? Like a horror thriller. So we picked seven. Right, now that's that out of the way. Mm. As Hannah Montana said, everybody makes mistakes. Uh, what else have we been up to? How has your week actually been? Uh, oh, no, nosebleeds. Shepard's oh, got a not... nosebleed. Is that hay fever? It's hair fever. So, hay fever and a Jack, you've, been, you've had your first day at work. Uh, I've had a couple of days now, yeah. So, Good. the beard. Ben, are you happy with what he's done? With his beard? You've got to be, aren't you? Miles better. Miles, but you've come off the island. Yeah, the I've hair, escaped. the helmet needs a bit of a going. Over well, there. I get my hair cut on the fourth. I think is that a Saturday? Cheers, a Boris. Is that a Saturday? Whatever it is, know. it's the Saturday, the fifth or sixth or I, something. I'm booked in on the ninth. Did you get booked in on the fourth? I did. Yeah, I only booked you it. Must like, have been rapid. Yeah, no, I booked it. Like no one goes three weeks to where Jack you. goes. No, they do. It's only him on the island. No, they do. It's the other lad from the other island. He gets his boat, comes over, and <laughs> he just goes, comes, yeah. over, comes over with his piece of flint. Pinch the <laughs> It's one. It's one appointment a year. He has to row over to row back. <laughs> and where you? And you're booked in when, Coulson? Ninth. I'm in on the ninth. Mm. And now, obviously, Ben, you've gone full Danny Zuko slick back. <laughs> You'll never go to a hairdresser's again. I, I just don't need to. I get uh, my wife who cuts it in the garden. There we go. If you need an appointment, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> uh, Coulson, um, have you done a first day at work? Yes. Um, shaved. Beard's gone. Craig Tinker's back. The old, um, the old fitting. What are you the doing with the outfit. hair? Are you still yeah, dying the hair? hair? Or just going to let it? Well, I've, I've got to keep it, Jack, because I can't get it cut until the night. Uh. Um, but big debate as to whether I stay blonde. That's what I meant. Yeah, and actually, hold that thought. Went into the post room today. Ha! Oh, look at this. Wow, that's full guns. He's got like um, purple. <laughs> He's got two shampoos, big squirters, massive of purple shampoos. shampoo, liter bottles. So you are staying. Blonde. So you are I staying. Think it's staying. Yeah, you, we I think, think it's, it's staying. staying. Of course it is. How much did that cost you? Like fifty quid. Jesus. We're going to try and get makeup to pay for it because they asked me to keep it blonde. <laughs> Kept the Amazon receipt. And Jack, what are you going to do? You're going to go full I'm just Barnet? No, I'm just going to go back to what I had. Just bit off the sides, bit off the top. Thank you very much. See you later. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> so, Jack, massive news for you. Is it? Um, yeah. Well, pubs. Yeah, they open on the 4th of July, don't they? Hopefully we've got the weather. So what are you going to do? Haircut pub. Haircut Done. pub, yeah. And the Straight good thing in. is we can keep the two metre distance so there won't be many in, hopefully. <laughs> it's one metre the then though, isn't it? Oh, is pub. it? One, oh. one metre, dude, one metre. A oh. pint's length. <laughs> you can do a selfie at one metre. Yeah. Yes, we were talking about that, whether it would change our... Can I have a picture? I, I've done some in the supermarket. <laughs> two metres away. Well, I've, I've tried I've my best. A lot of people asking me for pitching. I was going, well, as long as you take it from over there. And they've gone, oh, yeah, it's two metres, isn't it? I went, yeah. yeah. And they went, yeah. well, how do I Bye. get it? Bye! <laughs> and I went, well, you know, you're just going to have to take it to me, aren't you? And they go, well, all right. <laughs> and I bet you and just And then look at you there. like you're being funny. Like, there's not a massive pandemic going around. Met that David Platt wouldn't let me go near it. Make me keep <laughs> two metres away. Do you suddenly get a mask out and put it on? When you haven't had one on, you put it on and go, yep, ready. <laughs> Gloves. Right. Enough of mistakes, enough of hair. Um, shall we talk about films? The film, yeah. Seven. Synopsis. Actually, as well, Jack did a really good synopsis for Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, I did. Kept it to about 40 seconds. It was really good. Well. Go on, Jack. Right. Synopsis. So Seven, it follows two detectives, Mills and Somerset, Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. And they're investigating this case of this man gets murdered and then this other person gets murdered and they realise quickly that they're linked and they realise that they think they might have a serial killer on their hands because they've got two murders and it looks like as though they're connected to the seven deadly sins, which of course there's seven of them, they've got two. So they think they're, they're, in, they're, in, um, they're in pursuit of a serial killer and they've no idea who he is. Well done. Yeah. Very good. Um, Very good. Morgan Freeman's sort of like... 
the seen it all coming to the end of retirement, isn't he? Yeah. Bit like you in the podcast. <laughs> oh, holy shit. <laughs> I'm on retirement. And you, yeah. Well, yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm Brad Pitt. Oh, there we go. Jack's, Jack's Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, of course, I think you, you're you a Gwyneth Paltrow feminist with your new hair. <laughs> um, so he's coming, he's me coming to retirement. Mm. And then Brad Pitt's like the new lad who joins the force in the big city, isn't he? He's yeah. been out Where? the sticks. What big city is it? I just got it that it always rained. New York, isn't it? Well, it's never actually said what city it is, but there's certain references to New York. You see a yellow taxi, uh, although they've got them in LA, haven't they? But then you see... um, Yeah, but it's not raining like that. They're in a diner at one point, and I think you see New York pizza or something on the outside. I think it is meant to be... It's meant to be New York. Yeah, and he wanted that feeling. David Fincher wanted that feeling of it it you reflect back the crime that you're witnessing is reflected back in the images that you see day to day so when you see someone in their flat it's dark it's nasty he wanted every person's place where you went to be really the you know what i mean the worst place you could imagine living yeah, yeah. so he created that in every single spot so someone dies in a flat and you go into that guy's flat and it's just filthy so we wanted to do that he wanted to amp it up each time mm. and that first house the first murder oof. the, so the first murder is gluttony isn't it yeah yeah and they go into the house and it's a lad who's died in a bowl of spaghetti what a way to go by the way tortured by food well, he's been, he's been that, forced um yeah he's been force death, fed yeah. he's got barbed wire around his ankles barbed wire around his hands hasn't he Mm. and he's been force-fed. But they work out he's been... Has he been kept alive? Or well, something's burst inside him, hasn't it? His stomach, His stomach burst. burst. Yeah. He eats himself to death. Yeah. That was the autopsy. Which, what a way to go, if you ask me. And quickly, very quickly, Morgan Freeman works out that this is p- the start of murders, where they just think it's a guy who's just been... Because he's got a knife in his back, hasn't he? Mm. Yeah, something's happened, an attack. He's died, he's died... Uh, his heart's blown up or whatever. Brad Pitt thinks, oh, it's just one murder, but Morgan Freeman says... Well, no, it's a- because it's the things that he's done. I mean, he's, he's made sure he kept him there. He's gone to the shops and got him some food, and then he's gone back yeah. and got him more food, so he's, like, yeah. committed. Uh, yeah. And doesn't Morgan Freeman say that there was no motive to kill? No, yeah. Isn't that... Yes, you know, exactly. There's, there's, there's no reason that this guy should have been yeah. killed. What did you think of that? The opening there, Coulson, where were you then? What were you expecting from the film? Well, I was expecting it to be scary. No, I said thriller. Which I think is it's scary. scary. Oh, right. <laughs> of course, so it goes what, thriller, scary. What's the difference between thriller and sca- and horror? Horror is jumpy, isn't it, really? well, Horror is like for the jumps, really, isn't it? For the screams and stuff. And thriller is like mentally. Yeah. The thriller takes you, Seven takes you... Both ways, doesn't it? It does your head in because you're thinking this guy is, is so psychopathic. He's killing people and it can take him a year to kill you. He's planning it. And then you see the horror of what he's done. But the horror is just all out. Mm. There's no psycholo- not as much of a psychological em- element. that You ha- you pieced together, didn't you? you as you're yeah. watching the film, you're piecing together. Oh, this, is what, this one's next. I wonder what he's going to do. When the film started... Um, the first thing I thought is obviously Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt's relationship is a bit off, isn't it? Yeah, well, he's and he's the new sort of cocky. Sort well, he's of replacing him, and he's and he's inevitably going to be replacing him. Yeah, but he kind of there's kind of that standoffish bit between him, and it. it's almost a bit of a competition, and it doesn't take long for them to form this quite strong. Well, the, Bond because of the case, does it? Well, he's retiring in six days and he's in Morgan Freeman, so he doesn't want the case. He's like, I can't do this. It's not going to be my last case. So Brad Pitt... Because he, he knows that there's going to be more than one murder. And then Brad, uh, he tech, the chief texts Brad Pitt off the case, doesn't he? And says, you've got this other case, which the lawyer, the downtown lawyer, has been murdered, and the word greed has been put on the floor in blood which is when Morgan Freeman thinks there might be something in this case to the other one, and that's when he goes back to the fat man's apartment and he discovers 
that the fridge has been moved. So he moves the fridge and written on the wall in Greece is gluttony. And that's when he pieces together that we're going to have five more murders on his hands. There's, there's a link, yeah. yeah. I so that's when they team up and they're like, yeah. right, we need to try and solve this together. I really like Morgan Freeman as an actor, but I think he will always be God. What? Just because of Bruce Almighty. I think <laughs> a- everything oh. I see him in, I think he's God. So all not, the way through that film, when he's investigating, he well, should know he's God. God. <laughs> yeah, no, I kept. He should. He shouldn't even be asking God. any questions. He should just walk straight in. It's him. Well, how do you know I'm God? That's all every his, crime. I, I made it all. It. Done. <laughs> all you do is think of him as God. I like Morgan Freeman. I think he's very good in that film. Yeah, he is. He's class. <clears throat> I wasn't so. This time of watching. I wasn't so into Brad Pitt. Really? Why? No. He didn't seem... I think Morgan Freeman seems very weighted in that world. And there were times... It wasn't towards the the end that I got a bit more into Brad Pitt. He just felt, at the start of the film, too awkward for me. He was trying to put on the rookie cop... or, Or the cop who asked too many questions, who talked too much. I don't know. There was just something... It didn't work so well for me. Maybe it's just because... I like Morgan Freeman's character more. Yeah, but is that, not, is, that not, is that not the right thing, though, to do with Brad Pitt? That you're not really meant to like him. You are meant yeah, to think probably. he's a bit of a cocky shit. And you're meant to like him towards the end. Yeah. Well, they, they, so I suppose what's clever is, so you have all these murders going on, then you have Morgan Freeman, Brad Pitt not getting on, but through the film, Brad Pitt's wife, Gwyneth Paltrow, invites Morgan Freeman round for dinner, and they get to know each other. Then she meets Morgan Friesman and tells him she's pregnant, doesn't she? Friesman? Friesman. I've made it. God. Just call God. him God. She, she meets easy, God yeah. and tells him she's pregnant. He goes, I know, I'm God. <laughs> um, and they, so you see that bond between those two mm. and the deepening of the case. I did like that. I think it's yeah. a very well done script. Yeah. So am I right in thinking, because um, obviously you said to me, you said about seven murders. Now, I was thinking it was called Seven, because isn't it Seven Days? Well, it is over the course of Seven Days as well. There's a lot it's of references. Seven Deadly seven. Sins. It's not Seven Murders, though, is it? No. It's it's just the Seven Deadly Sins. So at the end, he stopped murdering, and he yeah. wants wrath. So they keep going through each one, don't they? And then Morgan Freeman, being the being God, understands that Someone somewhere... I mean, this is 1995. So he hasn't gone on the old Google. He's gone to a library, hasn't he? Mm. And they said that Freeman's got a hunch that this lad will have taken books out of the library to, to research the seven deadly sins. And he finds out that the FBI keep records of people who take out certain books, how to make a bomb, so it's certain books that trigger the FBI. And they find this one guy, don't they? John Doe. He's been reading this book. They go to his apartment. Kevin Spacey's character then shoots at both of them. And they think, ah, oh, we've got our guy. Then he disappears. There's no fingerprints in his flat. There's nothing in his flat that will give him away. So they think... Other than the fact mm. he's a... You can tell he's... You can tell it's him in his flat, can't you? Yes. You can tell they're, they're onto the right guy. But before flat. that, you've, you've, mi- you've missed out Sloth. That murder with a guy in the sloth. bed. Oh, yes, actually, let's go back to that. That was awful, wasn't it? I, I remember that bit, and I still bloody jumped. Yeah, the guy in the awful. bed calls. Oh, yeah. Oh, bed. God, yeah. Because when they, they get when the fingerprints, the talking they? to him in the face. So they get, no, they get the fingerprints off another crime scene, and they take it to this flat, don't they? And they get yeah. the old squat team in, and they go, go on Because they, they think that's the, the murderer, don't they? They think it's the murderer, and they go yes. in, they go through the flat, they find a bed with a cloth over it. They pull the cloth back, and it's a decomposed body, isn't it? Yeah. With one arm, yeah. he's chopped his hand off to to use his as hand the, as the fingerprints. Yeah. They pull it back, and then the poli- SWAT team policeman gets in the lad's face, Dave. having a go at him, and he That's wakes what you deserve, up. You sick man. <laughs> Fincher to- did, uh, told the SWAT guys, the actors, that yeah. the. The guy in the bed's God, dead, dead, and you've got one line where you have to go up to him and say you got what you deserved. Cut. End of scene. That's what this. That's what he said. So the guy didn't so the, know. No, that. none of the SWAT team know knew. <laughs> so when he jumps up, that's when they go. Shit! 
and I mean, got I probably, I probably, I fell off the old sofa. Yeah. Star gave me the look, and I went, "He's woken up." Yeah, he looks bad. What did you think of that bit, Cole? That was bad. That d- did make me jump. That the actor did, that played it, that was just a really skinny guy, and he weighed like ninety pounds or something like that. And um, when he auditioned, uh, Fincher said, "Yep, yeah, you got the part. Try and lose a bit more weight before we start filming, just as a <laughs> gag." And he did. He lost a further <laughs> fucking five pounds. So they go, pounds. They take him to hospital, don't they? And then the lad said he's been kept alive for a year. Yeah, bang on a year, bang on and a year. It, it, his landlord said he was the dream tenant. <laughs> Never made any noise and paid his rent in cash. <laughs> I forgot about he's bit. dying upstairs in bed he's dying upstairs. and did you notice also really got me he had all those magic trees yeah. all the way through the house yeah. car the smell air freshness yeah. Yeah, car smell, yeah. air freshers all the way through the flat because yeah. of the smell could you imagine the props department there the you thing is that's, what, that's so clever that one Fincher does yeah. he just puts those air fresheners yeah. up and you immediately know it fucking stinks in there yeah. you know there's a body yeah, yeah. yeah. and you know what coming very there clever quite, yeah you're right very visual that isn't mm, it there's mm. quite a lot of the puzzles that you almost unsolve as they're happening but i guess that's because you're following god and brad pitt and what i liked about it through them was none of the clues seemed obvious you know sometimes you get a clue yeah. in a movie or whatever and you think oh that's a bit shit yeah you know they find something on the floor or, these were really well done yeah like, they really had gone into it. Well, that follows that, and that follows that, and that follows that. And you were led. Spacey was kind of wanting them to find them, wasn't he? Spacey's character was yeah. always wanting them to solve to go to the yeah. next one. Because he, well, he needed to for by the fifth murder. Because if he wasn't caught, he hands himself in, doesn't he? Yes. And that's what he does. So he hands himself back in. To, hang on, back to the library. Left. You're jumping ahead. Bloody hell. So the, Back to the library. The, how so they they found out. Jack, do you not know? My laptop will freeze in a bit. We've got to get this in. Um, so we go. they go to the library. They find out the book. They go to John Doe's house, which is Spacey's flat. Which, he by the way, them. hang on. You know, Morgan Freeman says it's illegal for the uh, state police to yes. get those things, but it's fine for the FBI. Yeah. In 2001, the government overruled it that all police are now available to get that information. Oh, from what library? from libraries, yeah. Not just the FBI, just the normal police yeah. can now. Oh. In America, yeah. Great, a great bit when Brad Pitt's... Because they're basically saying they need a warrant to knock his flat door down. Yeah. And Brad Pitt kicks the door down and Morgan Freeman's like, what a dick, you've acted rationally there. And then it cuts to that scene afterwards where Brad Pitt's interviewing the girl in the street and she basically says, yeah, I've seen him coming out of that room when the murders are happening. <laughs> yeah. And he stops recording and he goes, thanks, you did great. Give us some food. Give us yeah, some food yeah. to the homeless girl. I was like, that's funny. So they chase the John Doe, Spacey's character, who shoots them. Hmm. And then if you notice in the chase, Brad Pitt falls off a roof hmm. and breaks his arm. But he broke his arm in real life, so they had to put that in. He broke his oh. arm halfway through the film. So they had Doing to put what? it in. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but he broke his arm. He came and on he, set so with that a broken other, arm. That's why he's got a... Yes, cast. cast. Yeah, That's why he's got a he, cast. So he broke his arm for real. They went, well, you don't break your arm in the film. And then Fincher had to put that bit in. He fell off the way and goes, Rah! and they go, right, now you've broken your arm. Quick, <laughs> put it in plaster. That's so, the thing. You know, it's raining throughout the entire film. Yeah. That's yeah. because on day one of filming, it was pissing it down. And they had to release Brad Pitt within 55 days because he was doing 12 Monkeys. So, uh, just so they were okay with continuity, they got rain machines in. Just so they went, uh, it'll always be raining. It'll look great. You imagine and just so that? we say it, just so we definitely film. end on time, we're going to make every scene raining. A full film with rain bars. Yeah. You know how awful they are. Yeah, they are. <laughs> imagine but imagine doing being the whole set film. when you're on set with just decomposing body next to you, like 12 hours going. Oh, crikey, what are you having for lunch? I don't fancy it. <laughs> I'm not going to have anything. That's, the look is amazing. in that bed, 14 hours in makeup. That man in that bed. 14 hours? I mean, how do you do that? You turn up to work, 14 hours, and then it's... You're only allowed to work 12 hours a day. See you in the morning. Yeah. We've got 10 minutes to film. We've got to Can sleep you just lie it? down? 
Well, they get him you're in. A, you are at 12, 12 hours a day. They must have had to do the makeup over two days. Must have done. No, you can work as long. They can work you as long as they want. I think it's the break between it. So they could work oh, okay. you. They'll call him at two in the morning. They'll do his makeup. Then they'll just, start just go filming. back to sleep. Go back to when you wake sleep up, you're like makeup. a heroin addict, mm. and then carry on. So then they Spacey comes into the police station, doesn't he? And yeah. that's the game yes. changer. That's the next level. Carry he on. Hand, he hands himself in basically, yeah. and um, they arrest him immediately. And then they're like, "Yeah, we've got you. We've got you." But the thing is, this is what Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman thinks weird. He's not finished his seven deadly sins, so he's only done five. And there's yeah. another two left. There's what is wrath and envy. Yeah. And the police are like, fuck it, who cares? We've got him, arrest him. And Freeman and Brad Pitt are like, no, this is, this is, there's something weird here. There's something's going on. He immediately demands his lawyer. His lawyer comes to him with a deal. And he says, there are two bodies and I will take Detective Mills and Detective Somerset only to these two bodies and I will plead um, guilty I'll give you a signed confession uh, just as long as Detective Mills and Somerset come with me. And the police are like, no, you're not having a deal. And then he says, well, I'll plead insanity. And then I'll go to a mental hospital. And they're sort of like, on the grounds of the highest crime that he's done, you know I can get him can off, probably get he? him off with that. Yeah. So, so that they get him convicted in a, a state prison and he goes down for life or... I don't even know if they have the uh, death penalty in New York. If it is New York. Anyway, so um, they agree, and then they go out, don't they, into the desert to get the last two bodies. Followed by the same SWAT guy in the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't afford another one. He does everything. Hold on. I do dead bodies and helicopters. Give me a second. I'll put another suit on. <laughs> he made me laugh. And he was off his head, wasn't he? That yeah, SWAT he was. Team. He was like, I've got two lines here. Yeah. I'm fucking going for yeah. it. It's the same actor that's in Wild Hogs. You know, it that is. plays the cop. It is. It is. Oh, well done, Jack. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I yes. saw him last night and I went, Wild Hogs, I remember <laughs> you. I watched it and went... Why do I know him? <laughs> oh, Wild Hogs. Good. Wild Hogs. What a... Th- from seven to Wild yeah. Hogs. He's yeah. got range. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the minute they get in the car... Well, in fact, the minute Spacey says, I want to take both of them out mm. um, to find the next two bodies, I'm instantly thinking, them two are going to get murdered. He's got a plan and he's going to drive them somewhere and blow them up right. because they're going to be his last two. Yeah. But then that those scenes in the car, it that's when it kind of really did step up a game. But I don't know if that's because Spacey was very good. Because I, I gets in his say, head, doesn't I found he? it a little bit slow. But then I found Freeman and Brad Pitt just a little bit slow. But when Spacey was in between the three of them, I liked their characters a hell of a lot more. And I don't know if that's because of what he was bringing out of them, mm. but of Spacey just sat there calm. And where, the way it was shot with his mouth through that same hole yeah. in the like protective fence. It was a bit that, Silence of the Lambs, wasn't it? Yeah, and that was when the film got going. Do you know what? I thought he reminded me a lot of Hannibal Lecter. Mm. A lot in the way he looked and everything. But um, that's when that's when the film got going for me. Coincidentally, it was the last twenty minutes. <laughs> so what did you be doing before that, Colton? Going skyping, skyping on Call of Duty, shampooed my hair, <laughs> I had a game of cod, didn't miss much. I mean, don't you think though that the tension? What I loved about what I love about the film is you sort of get a bit of relax when they're between bits of murders you're kind of like getting a bit of story and you're kind of a bit relaxed and then you get to the next murder my heart rate yeah you're getting oh because each one really just bad. got more gruesome and gruesome, it did, and gruesome. Didn't it? yeah and you comes on you're like oh no that's bad it sort of stayed with me while i needed a bit of downtime yeah because my head would split and then as soon as he said like you Coulson, i need you in the car you're just like oh this is going to be awful mm. He's planned this all out. So they, where do they go? They go to the desert, don't they? Yeah. 
Um, and on the way, he's talking about how good his plan is. And Brad Pitt's like, look, you've, you've just been a reckless killer. You've not been anything clever to anyone else. Yeah. Whereas Spacey is sat there going, you just wait. Mm. You just wait. So then they arrive at the spot that he says the two bodies are. And then Brad Pitt gets him out the car, doesn't he? And they're like, well, where's the bodies? And all of a sudden, Somerset sees this van approaching. And they're like, van, van. So he runs after the van. And he like tells him to get out of the car, whoever it is. And it's a courier, isn't he? He's dropping off a package for Detective Mills. And it had to be no, here at DPD. 7 o'clock. He said, I've got to, I can't throw it behind D- the bin. I've got to give DPD. it to you. So it's little- By the way, just completely off top. DPD now have to take a picture with the door open. Pain in the arse. Absolute pain in the arse. Can't leave it. They have to have the door open. Sorry, Jack. <laughs> what? What do you mean? Just Ben said to me about DPD. Producer D- Ben knows the what I'm DPD on about. The DPD driver, t- they just throw it at our door. They don't take a picture. Mm-hmm. Well, must be different in the South. Go on, Jack. So, um, yeah, they've got the box and he says, right, off you go. So he sends the driver off and he's got the box. And so it's fragile. I'm thinking bomb. <laughs> cut to, cut to wild hogs in the helicopter. <laughs> it's a bomb, it's a bomb. Oh, yeah, he's going, get the bomb squad, squad. get bomb the bomb squad. squad. He's, he's in a different film. <laughs> They're playing a really fucking serious good, game. serious thriller. He's in fucking wild hogs too. It's a bomb, <laughs> it's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, shit, dude, well done. You've done well there. You've only got two, wo- it's a bo- three, it's a bomb. But make the most of it. So he gets the box, he gets his knife out uh, and opens the He box. decides to open the box and see what it is. And then he's shocked and he starts to run towards Brad Pitt. We don't know quite what it is at this point. And as he's running towards Brad Pitt, Kevin Spacey says, I really admire you. I really admire your life. I think you've got it all. And I love you. I love you, your pretty wife. And then that's when he sort of like starts to take interest in Brad Pitt's character. And he's like, what? What did you say? So he says, I called round to your house today after you'd gone to work and I tried to play husband, but it didn't really turn out. So I killed your wife and I took her, took her head. And then that's when he's like, Whoa. so then Morgan Freeman approaches. And he says she was pregnant, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's later on, isn't it? He's like, what, what's he talking about? What's he talking about? And he's saying, what's in the box? And he's like, Somerset, what's in, what's in the box? And he's like, David, d- d- give me the gun, give me the gun. And that's when he knows then now that yeah. he has killed his wife. Yeah. And her head yeah. is in that box. Yeah. And he's saying, if you kill him, his plan gets what has wants. worked because yeah. you're wrath Seven and he's envy. Yeah. So your punishment is your wife's head's in a box and my punishment is death because I envy you. And interestingly, the studio didn't want the head in the box. I know. And they sent Fincher the old script, which had that. So they took the head in the box out of uh, the script and they went, that's fine. For a studio, they don't want to see that. They don't want to be ending on that. They d- it was just too much for them. And Fincher got an old copy of the script. They sent him the wrong one. And it is the head in the box in that one. And he said, well, I won't do it unless the head's in the box. And then Brad Pitt said he wouldn't do it unless it's the head in the box. They tried to change it loads of times. The producers tried and tried. And Freeman, Brad Pitt and Fincher said, wear off if the head isn't in the box. We're yeah. not doing it. You can. You don't see off. the head in the box, though. No, you don't. And Fincher no, always said... I mean, you don't need to you see don't it. Need to, you don't need to but see that's, it. But isn't that weird, or though, Gwyneth Ben? Paltrow so all there. the murders <laughs> and all the crimes that we've seen throughout the film... But yet, the head in the box that you don't see, the producers just wanted to cancel from the film. Yeah, although I think you'd probably be... One, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Yeah. Were two of those things... I'm never really sure whether... It works. I just can just see... They wanted see a happy light. ending. They wanted a happy ending, didn't but they? But it's very smart that they don't. you don't see it, isn't it? It's yeah. very smart that you... Freeman gives you that look of, this is the worst thing I could have seen, and yeah. then your head starts to roll about. I, can, I don't blame them. I can understand them. Well, ironic. Uh, I don't blame them. I mean, it's a tough ending. And then they wanted it stopped. It wouldn't have been the same film. Everybody no, knows that film and knows that ending. I did not want Brad Pitt to shoot him. I was there going, Mills, don't do it. Don't don't give him what he wants. Don't give him they what he wants. They did hum and ah about this 
on whether that he should shoot him or whether Morgan Freeman should shoot him. Ah, uh, yes. They were going to yeah. do it that he was he was going to do it in the end. And Brad Pitt said, it, in order for his character to come full circle yeah. and Kevin Spacey's plan to be genius, yeah. ultimately has it just has to, to be yeah. Brad Pitt. It just has to be. Yeah. For, yeah. for the Spacey plan to be efficient, it does. But I think I would have quite liked the aspect of if if they basically said, well, fuck you, we're not doing what you want. Mm. But when your wife's head is in a box, you're allowed to think a bit rash, I guess, aren't you? Also... <laughs> probably Coulson, yeah. Once you probably the, would, once I the, suppose. Once the studio did agree, okay, you can have your head in the box, right? They still... Fit in, the, in the script, it's the head in the box, it's the shoot Kevin Spacey, and it's the helicopter pan up, end of film. It ended yeah. on them in the desert. And the studio wanted to have... Loads of more scenes, like two weeks later and Brad Pitt's court case and Morgan Freeman crying well, They did think about but, showing Morgan Freeman retired, didn't they, on a, yeah, on a farm or they, something? Yeah, they wanted all that in. It's like, but that's where the I'm drama glad they is didn't. there. So in the end, Brad Pitt shoots him. Mm. Yeah. But what would you have thought if they'd ended with maybe Freeman just looking in the box? Cut off that. Was it a head... Was it her head? Was it not? Or you realising it was the head going up to Brad Pitt, but then you don't know whether he shoots him or not. I'd have probably liked it more because I, I didn't want Brad Pitt to shoot him. Because you don't, you know, he, kind of Brad Pitt shooting him means evil wins. Even though Spacey's dead, he's won. Because mm. he's got that line in the car where he's like, oh, no, you'll, you'll know about my master plan. Oh yeah, and he says this. Will this will be def- talked about for years to come. It will be studied, yeah. doesn't he? he? Says all that, and it will. Weirdly, I felt a bit more sorry for Morgan Freeman's character because it was his bow out. It was his bow out, and he'd gone all that time seeing all those things, and then the last one was the most brutal. Yeah, was and he mo- never shot someone. Yeah, and he couldn't shoot him because actually, Jack probably Morgan Freeman should have shot him. Because he'd never shot yeah. anyone. Yeah, he never shot anyone. He couldn't, at the final, I love that bit in the script because you're thinking, is he then regretting not shooting him and taking it for Brad Pitt? Mm. Probably a better ending. Morgan Freeman shoots him. Yeah, I see why Brad Pitt retired. did it. I like, I like the bleakness of the ending because it's bleak crime. I liked how he did it as well, Brad Pitt. So you really thought, is he, is he, is he gonna, is he not? And he was really fighting not doing it. Yeah, you could yeah. see he's really fighting yeah. not doing it. But then there's that flicker that Fincher puts in, and it's that one-second frame of Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow's face. Yes. And immediately, Brad Pitt's yes. reaction just changes to, you're fucking dying. Yes. And he just shoots him and his head off. That, yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. The director is he's fighting, very... he's fighting it. One frame, yeah. done, dead. It's a very subtle piece of filmmaking. Yeah. He just throws that in to go, that's the That's key. enough to push you over the... Yeah. And he must have, you know, I know from editing stuff I've done, he's gone back and forward with that edit. Yeah. He will have put it in, taken it out, put it in, taken it out. Because he'd have gone, yeah, he'd have gone, I need something, I need something that definitely throws him over the edge. I know, I'm going to put a frame of his wife in. Yes. And then that tells the audience, well, of course you're going to kill him. Yes. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Should we rate it? Yeah. Yeah. Go on then, Jack. For me, I've always loved this film. I love Fincher as a director. All four of them as a cast brilliant story very good plods along i love the color of it and the camera work it's it's sort of shot as well like like a police drama you know like those 24 hours with the police like uh, yeah documentaries how it's it's all it's all sort of handheld it's all in the back of a car a police car it's all sort of like following them I just a think it's, it's shot video very game well. POV, isn't yeah, it? I just, yeah, I, just, I really yeah. like how it's shot. I think they shot it on film and took, he did some process to the whole film. Apparently he took something like the silver out of the film and gives it that look, that real grimy look. Yeah. Dark. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love Spacey's character. And interestingly, Spacey, I looked out for him at the beginning of the credits and he's, he's not on. He's not in it. He's not yeah. on the first credits. And Kevin Spacey requested, because they were going to put him like, it was going to be Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Kevin Spacey, and then you all know Kevin Spacey's yeah, he's a murderer. So he, he requested to be taken out of the credits. And he did this for two reasons, because obviously the um, the audience wouldn't know that he's the baddie. And the second reason, he wouldn't have to do any press release for the film. <laughs> so he didn't have to do any interviews uh, or anything for the film. And then he's first at the end credits, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, as soon as the credits roll, it says John Doe is Kevin yeah. Spacey, doesn't yeah. it? Then they go up the wrong way. Then I, that's when I realised that it was Kevin Spacey. <laughs> <laughs> go on then, Jack. Um, for it. me, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go off here, and it's a rating I've not given before, and it's eight point seven five. You what? You, what? Yes. what? Yeah. Are you I'm making? On. Hold on. Make the rules as we go along. Oh, it's not a fucking right. maths class. Right. You've been homeschooling too line. long. You have. Listen. You've got a calculator out and go. Seven five. Eight point seven five. Yeah, is, it's allowed. Is it allowed? It is allowed. Is it? Eight point seven five. Because I think it's miles better than eight point five. Well, point <laughs> <laughs> two five five. Oh, it's miles, but it's a point two five better. I gave Sounds of the Lambs nine, and I think Sounds of the Lambs is better. So that's why. Yeah, I've Sounds gone, of the Lambs is definitely better. That's why I've gone eight point seven five. Right, Ben. <laughs> let's see what well, I'm going for. Something fucking different here. You put into I'm going it. for pie. Three point one four. Fucking, I've thought about it. It's definitely a bit more than. Um, I'm going to go eight. I think it's a very good script. I think it is very well directed. Brad Pitt notches it down for me. Mm. I think there could have been someone better in that part. Uh, Morgan Freeman, I really love. Spacey does that part brilliant I mean he's not on is it it's, yeah. it's extraordinary what a part to have yeah. you come right at the very end and someone goes I mean you imagine can't you don't worry we've had a, an hour and a half build up you're on you're on <laughs> 10 minutes you're on good luck <laughs> 10 minutes so um, no I really love that film I do but yeah an 8 for me I think the script I think the script is bloody brilliant yeah. and the, the design on that the design on that film is one in a million. The yeah. designers are so good. When you see those murders, you're like, whoosh. So, yeah. eight for me. Coles? 7.5. I know you might be a bit upset with that, but didn't blow me away. But we have, I mean, it's following a tough film, isn't it? Because the last film I watched yeah. was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't think the Freeman and Pitt relationship it just didn't move as quickly as I wanted it to. Like I say, Spacey changed that film for me. Oh. Like, really changed for me, that film. Freeman moved character through that film. Mm. He had realisations, and he was a different character at the start than he was at the end. Brad Pitt didn't do that as much for me. He was still the same character. Okay, he was, he'd had things happen to him. But he was still that character. It hadn't developed... I just like that I couldn't second guess any of it. 
from the yes, yes, yeah. that's I mean? brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, when that guy wakes up, and he's my fucking guy head. wakes up. Photographer, every time it gets me. When space is the photographer on the stairs, you never yes. think. Yeah, he's no, the clever murderer. twist. Never no, that was a clever twist. That was a good twist. Yeah, and then you find the picture. Yeah. It's good. So, so get so, your calculator. Oh, out. So Carol Vorderman, please <laughs> yeah. two from the top. Get your calculator out. We've gone seven point five at eight point seven five. Sixteen point seven five. So six seventeen point two five. Then what did you give it? Eight. You give it a seven. Twenty point five. Four point two five. I think. God, right. Why have you made it? <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> 24.25. It's the first ever 0.25 that we've had. So is it? Well done, Is it seven. producer Ben? Fair. He's going to give us a confirmation. Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah, we, we've got the nod that we've passed our math. <laughs> it's always good at the end of a podcast to throw in a bit of home tutoring, <laughs> isn't it? Just to invent... This is why we're educational this week. We're not in the film and TV category. We're in the education category. So, um, Coulson, A, yes. can I ask you two questions? First yeah. question, is it still recording? Oh, yeah. Yeah, an hour and five minutes. Perfect. Second question. What's your film called? Silence of the Lambs. (laughs) (laughs) No. Um, Tough question. Tough one. Got two in my head. Um, But I think one of them might almost be a season finale. Oh, hello. Hello. So, I I don't know whether to give you what I think is going to be the showstopper or go for a film that I mentioned to you the other day that actually fits really well. Oh, we'll go for that. Shall I go for that? Yeah, go for that. Yeah, go for that, go for that. Um, I texted you about it the other day and I I think you both said you hadn't seen it. Um, Seven Psychopaths. Is it good? It's the same guy that made In Bruges and it's the same actor that's in In Bruges and I I like it. A lot of people have said it's good, yeah. It's quite similar. Both got sevens in the title. It's got seven different stories in thought it might work good see if you rate it higher than a seven yeah good mint so yeah that's it until next week hopefully hopefully you'll be hearing this next week (laughs) hopefully it works and keep in touch with us on social media at sofa cinema club on twitter and instagram until next week good night god bless good night good night The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.